Before we wander on into the episode, I just want to make sure that everyone goes out there and hits up the YouTube, check out the Spotify, check out Apple, wherever you're listening or watching to this ep- uh, podcast, is to go down, like it, subscribe, hit the bell if it's YouTube, make sure you're getting those reminders. We do put these out every week, um, so make sure you do to do all that. It helps us out, and in the long run, we can make better things. So again, like, subscribe, all that fun stuff. Yeah. And 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 he even got it signed by one of the speakers. Really? Yeah. And he came back out to show us the like this like signed to- this signed thing. And he's like, thank you so much. Like this just made my trip. Like blah 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 blah. Wander our way over, you know, because this is wandering ways. What's Bigfoot possibility? Clink and a clack and a clink and a clack and a clack and a clink and a clink and a clack. Click and a clack and a clack and a click and the click, click, clack, click, clack, clack, click. And if you don't know what that means, it means welcome back, wanderers, to another Wandering Ways episode where you have the Reverend and Ranger Zach, and we just we just chit chat about nature. Yeah, for the most part, it's just chit chat about nature, uh, just neat stuff in nature. We're Bigfoot. We talk Bigfoot, dude, and that's what's kind of wild because this is kind of that like theme of the podcast, but like not the theme. But like kind of the theme, but like the whole theme, but not the whole theme, you know, it's, it's the it's thing. The, yeah, it's, it's there, you know, it's, it's, it's like we were doing Bigfoot before Bigfoot became popular. I don't know. I think Bigfoot's always been pretty popular. I mean, he always has like our boy big, hallelujah, you know, he has risen. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you're one of those alien Bigfoot believers, yeah, he has risen, but like, I'm not, I'm, you know, he's beast. Um, I think we've just, you know, we've, we've forced a lot of them to go to extinct down here in the lower 48, but you know, you get some of those stories up there on like Vancouver Island and you're like, those, those motherfuckers are real. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He's definitely real. I mean, has someone that's seen him. Uh, Oh, no shit, huh? Yeah. I've seen Bigfoot. We've talked about this. I know. I know. But like for the listeners, who it's their first time because they want to check it out. Go check yeah. out the Rick Rails uh, podcast that we did with the BFRO researcher Rick Rails. Um, because I actually get that question a lot with people who know about the podcast. They'll be like, oh, Bigfoot, huh? And I go, yeah, I've seen him. And they go, what? And I go, yeah, seen Bigfoot. And I have to do my whole story again and again. Well, and yeah, and then just send them to the episode. Then yeah, just go, go, you know. <laughs> Rick Rells, BFRO, uh, it's a great. He uh, he breaks he it down real well for you. I think huh? he breaks he breaks down what being in Bigfoot research is. He breaks down like how just just what the whole shebang, and and then going through your story, talking with your story, talking with his stories. Wonderful, wonderful. You know, I know Squash. They always shout us out. Did you see the cool thing that they're going to do with us? uh i saw what they're i think gonna do with the ruguru well yeah the ruguru but the ruguru is part of the brand because yeah low-key we are changing some of the stickers up on the ruguru folks you know 
got to spend that money, but you know, if you're not making it, still spend it. No, just kidding. Don't do that. But we got stickers and on the side stickers, you know, where I, it, right now it says official like Bigfoot research vehicle. Yeah. I'm changing that up. It's going to say the Rougarou and Wandering Ways podcast. Hey, there we go. There we go. Right. And because it's like, it looks Bigfoot researchy enough to where people like we were at this Bigfoot festival and we'll get into this later in the episode, but everyone kept coming up to us. What part of what research crew are you guys part of? You know, Wandering Ways. That's who we are. We're this podcast. Check us out. <laughs> yeah, we're unofficially looking for Bigfoot every time. Unofficially, officially looking for Bigfoot. Yeah, exactly. That's Every why we time. have it in our reviews. Chance of seeing Bigfoot. Yeah, because like, it's not like you know. I'll take you to Yellowstone, and I guarantee, I guarantee, I'll give you an elk and a bison. Yeah, guarantee yeah. those two animals. If you've never seen one before in your life, I'll guarantee it. The only but thing Bigfoot, I guarantee is a heck of a good time. Oh, but like, what? What for you, like what trip? And I, I really like, you know, we're getting into this where it's the opening. We're going to chit chat a little bit. What time for you has been the worst time in nature? Uh, worst time in nature? Yeah. Like, like what, like on one of these trips or something, worst time go. I mean, the only one that really comes to mind is when I was extremely hungover and rocky. Hey, that sounds pretty bad to me. <laughs> yeah it, it did suck but i'm trying i don't think there's another time where i've been like this fucking sucks for me that rainstorm that thunderstorm and glacier and having no protection uh the night of yeah, yeah. that was rough <laughs> yeah and then and then driving in that 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 thunderstorm with you Oh, the dry, yeah, that was <laughs> where uh, in uh, Wyoming. <laughs> like in all reality, and and this is just general advice for any of you out there on your trips, right? Like, and just thinking about this moment. We were rushing to get to Lingle? Yeah, we were rushing. Like, we could have just pulled over, waited the storm out, and gotten to Lingle with, with daylight to spare. Yeah, we could have. Hindsight, looking back at it, we totally could have. <laughs> but we didn't because we had a professional rain driver. Yeah. I mean, the fact we didn't crash or anything uh, is pretty impressive. Because <laughs> there was no one else on the road. Let's be well, yeah, I think that's big. <laughs> <laughs> like, it is nothing. Yeah, um, we, uh, we got kind of lucky there. We really did. No, we really did. But another exciting news, you know, for, for the Wanderers who, who tune in, you know, you got your blog, you got the, the unathletic trainer because you suck at sports. And yeah, uh, I'm not athletic. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm just like decent at a lot of things. Yeah, sure. You know like how I'm they I'm never getting picked last, but I'm never getting picked first. Well, it depends on who who the option. You or Matt, buddy? I'm picking you. I'm sorry. Like Matt, Matt's like I'm. I love the guy. Don't get me wrong, but like I was talking to him this weekend when I was seeing him, and we're talking sports, and I was like, Matt, like I get like you were good at sports, but like you're also the guy that like you got hit in the head with the softball a few times when you're trying to catch fly ball. 
Yeah, I could see he probably did take at least one. Or like when he was first learning to play basketball, he took a couple straight to the dome. Yeah, but, you know, tomato, tomato. You know, you you live and you learn. Yeah. Yeah. No, but anyways, yeah, if you are listening to this, this means in two days from right of this coming out. Right now. We'll be running my triathlon. Um, no, I'm sorry. You got to now run a, mar- a triathlon every two days for the rest of your life, so that when people listen to this episode, they're like, "Okay, yeah, he's got one coming up." <laughs> every time I see there's a, a listener, just like two days, I'm like, "All right, I got to do triathlon." <laughs> that's a good workout schedule. Oh, that'd be rough. That would be rough. No, but let's talk about it. Let's talk. Where's it at? Where's where's this? No, so it's in Bend. Um, and that, um, it'll be in bend, but it's the prepping in for this triathlon that I more want to talk about. Cause I did something I had never done before and I need to do in order for this triathlon. And that's more open water swimming oh. swim pool all the time, but open water swimming. Where'd you so go? I got the wetsuit because the water is cold. Where did you go? I went to a lake about from where south of me about 30 minutes called applegate lake oh shit yeah it's a nice little spot there's decent water um open water swimming is pretty gnarly because you kind of don't know where you're at um but what do you mean by that what do you mean by that you don't know where you're at well because the water's not clear like in a pool oh so, so it's down. weird so yeah and so you feel like you feel like you're not moving, but you are moving. But you got to look up. Well, you, yeah, you have to every once in a while. But like, are you, are you afraid of like anything coming up to grab you when you're open water swimming? No, I'm not afraid of that. When I first got in, though, I had a panic response, and I remember like swimming, and I could feel my heart rate getting like. <sighs> I remember going, like what? I was like, why? Is it because the water temperature? I think it was the flash yeah. of it. Cause like, well, all I did was like, stop, took like five normal breaths. And I was like, all right, let's just go. Well, that's really, honestly, when you, you're taking cold water, you have your breathing really does help. I know. Well, yeah. Breathing helps with a lot of things. Breathing's fun kids. Um, but I have the wetsuit, which keeps me actually pretty warm. Not going to lie. That's good. The, where I felt all the cold on this open was like all on my head. Where it's not. Yeah well, yeah, well, there's nothing but, like, a little bit of hair. There you go. But There's your problem. Problem solved. Look at that. Zach's fixing problems on here on the Wandering Ways podcast. <laughs> Next, we got to get you. Who was who, who, who that? Big Red Eye? Let's get his relationship problems. You know, I'm sure there's a Bigfoot girl out there looking. looking. Probably, for sure. Um, no, but after that open water swim at Applegate, right there in that area, there is – bigfoot trap oh they built a trap out there looking for big to try and uh, catch a bigfoot uh how like caught him how legit is this trap well they've closed it now so like they so no one can get in oh lame yeah so yeah it's i mean it's definitely not effective is it like metal yeah i mean it's kind of legit i'm not so like a big bear trap kind of thing yeah, kind of. It's more of like a box type. And yeah. Yeah. See, we had like those 
in Chama growing up uh, when with the black bears, they would get into the areas so they would like trap them and then move them up the mountain. Oh, it's probably similar. Yeah. So it's probably very because it was easy to load onto like a truck bed and kind of yeah. Oh, well, neat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who 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 was funding the Bigfoot search? Do you know? I don't know who funded or who put the Bigfoot trap out there. I just okay. know there's a Bigfoot trap. Neat. Did you you saw you saw it with your own two eyes, huh? Actually, no, I did not. <laughs> oh, so you're lying to me. I mean, I know about it. Otherwise, I wouldn't know it's there. I thought you were looking for it. No, well, that, I went looking for it. I just took a wrong turn. It was cla- it was a classic like mark. Experience. Yeah. I was gonna say you take a lot of wrong turns. Oh uh, yeah. Don't ever ask me for directions. <laughs> well, you know, to be fair though, like you do like some of these hiking trails we've been on, like especially Hawaii volcanoes. Hello. Yeah. Where are we going? <laughs> right. Like, well, that's uh, <laughs> half of the time I end up like with this one, I set a, a timer on my watch and I was like, all right, hour and a half. Um supposed to hit this thing like no problem it's supposed to be short whole hour and a half that i had my timer i just kept walking i was like i wonder if i'm ever gonna find this trap and then the hour and a half came and i was like well do i keep going or do i turn around and i turned around because i wanted to go play sand volleyball later that afternoon i mean you got priorities my guy i get it we all get it we all been there I mean, but I don't think I would have hit it anyway. I heard it's the left instead of the right that I took and that it's like maybe a mile. Oh, so you would have hit it in that 30 minutes. Yeah, Yeah. it makes sense. I totally understand. I, you know, I didn't really do much with Matt, you know, out out in Olympic. You know, that's kind of what we did. We did some small hikes and we'll get into that. But nothing, nothing too what 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 you drive 28 hours to to go do you know what i'm saying yeah i feel that i mean the drive can suck for sure always but it's always worth it you know to get to the new destination go experience the world go experience different cultures different things different vibes different lives different weathers you know camping in rain i like i i get it you little you little oregonians you know uh doing your thing out in the rain and and you know what i think it is what about rain what there's a satisfying thing about rain hitting like a rain jacket or the roof or like your tent tarp like that's a pretty noise and i think just in general pacific northwest people like that noise i get it because there's a lot of you guys build a lot of tin like metal type metal barns and yeah. metal 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 buildings i've noticed in the pacific northwest because there's a lot of rust but there's also it's just the you know like my dad's barn that he built was metal but like out here you'll get more wood i think because your wood over there rots a lot easier yeah. versus like out here it can last a lot longer because it's dry but it's it's weird i mean you're you're not wrong but like can't like matt buddy like he was fine with it i you know i need a new tent i really do I uh, it, wasn't I, it like a $20 Walmart one. No. Well, so big bear, which was like a Billings, like outdoor company. that was only in big, was only in Billings. Um, how it kind of ended was there was like a standoff where some guy stole a car and he broke into the front door and like had a shootout with police. 
and uh they just stopped they didn't open up the store again for about a year or so and then they had like a big like clearance sale and then they just kind of sat on the property and now it's becoming something different but it was during their clearance sale and i was like oh i just need like a good like you know eight by eight tent or whatever it is you know it's a three person but really it's a one person kind of you know what i mean and it you know the two poles um and the rain fly is really terrible on it but it's world famous sports is the brand (laughs) so yeah never heard of them you you get a nice tent yeah no with how much i do tent stuff i should thea has a decent size one she has a nice coleman like larger one that's the one i think i'm thinking of the one we had in sealy one time yeah yeah and you guys would put lift uh put the air filter or the air yeah 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 yeah. that's the one i'm thinking of mine is like kind of like what yours that little silver one your dad gave us to quartz lake kind of that size kind of oh i still have that tent very basic yeah yeah it's a nice tent no exact yeah i i like out in montana out you know when it's dry like not a bad campground but when it's raining on you yeah you i want a little more protection i do want to invest in another tent i don't know i don't know quite the quite the steps i want to take yet if i want to kind of take the rougarou route and say like yo like we do a lot of stuff you know like hey hit me up we can we can talk pictures we can talk what what do you want with this tent you know content Uh, yeah yeah um because i i i feel like we are kind of hitting that that review rating kind of thing with that so i want to i want to get out there i want to get some you know and i don't want to spend like i would love to get like a 300 hundred dollar tent you know like backpacking all that because then you're going to use it it's going to keep you warm it's going to you know take care of you i feel that yeah. it'd be nice to have that exp- that nice of a tent <laughs> it really would be it would be for sure um right. but no so go into detail more about what you did this weekend well you know just to give you a nice little rundown and uh kind of what we did because you 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 talked about possibly coming up there surprising matt buddy but you had better things to do you had beach volleyball i get it no it's a long drive it was like eight it, it was a longer drive or for me but like for you to do it like i totally for what we did yeah like i'm glad you stayed yeah um, it was it really that and like I learned things late and so yeah that life yeah whatever we we're happy we're here we're doing the podcast we're talking about it i you know i got the information i got the i got the rundown um this weekend you know i i drove over there i drove over to sealy on thursday from billings here kind of got a late start but that's fine uh and then pretty much drove all day that friday uh to you know cross i-90 all the way basically to seattle uh, and there I got on a ferry, which was really cool. Um, Fun ferry. And my parents actually ended up taking that same ferry back to Seattle because they they went up that week that weekend too to just kind of check stuff out. But they they spent more time in Seattle, and uh, they saw a whale jump. Oh, in really? the, yeah, like baby whale jump all the way out of the water. Nice. What kind of whale? I would say humpback. I think. Okay. But I'm not a hundred percent. They didn't know. There's supposedly been like a ton more orca sightings on the Oregon coast lately. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Let me go check that out. Yeah. It's it's good for a couple of different reasons, you know. A lot of reasons, actually. 
Yeah, fair, but um, at least a couple. No, I think uh, we definitely. It, it's not bad, you know. It wasn't bad, so I, it was nice to take the ferry because I wanted to, you know, wanted to. It was kind of cool. Um, then we had the. Uh, from there, I I kind of got into Port Angeles in that area driving um I, I stopped by lake crescent to just kind of stretch my legs and look at the lake because it was just really pretty at that time it's a pretty lake it really is i'm glad we got to do that hike when we did with the weather yeah. we did that was a real pretty it's a real pretty lake especially like the was it the sunset the day before oh it was really pretty it's a pretty spot yeah um I really, yeah, I really liked Lake Crescent. Um, so I stopped, I got out there and then I actually got to camp. I was about an hour after Matt, Matt was at camp and uh, he was setting up and got, got to camp and he made us steaks that night. Um, and we just kind of hung out and then woke up the next morning and did the Bigfoot uh, com conference festival thing that the good old town of Forks had. Yeah, so we set the Rougarou up as like a vendor and we were one of five. So it was small, really small, small, but you know, things, they start. Well, this was the first annual and I definitely, I could see this place, this, this event growing. I really can, mm -hmm. but I also question it now a little bit too, because this weekend when we were there, I, I friended the Facebook group, the legend of Sasquatch who was putting it on. And I saw that they were like, or just like today, they posted on Facebook, like looking for a manager to manage the the store and possibly like sell it to them over time kind of thing, like a buyout. Like, so what does that tell you about like how, what kind of investment and involvement do they want to have in the community or in this, in this festival? I don't know. I mean, yeah. it was good. The speakers were good. The lineup was good. Um, it was interesting, just small, but it, I think it was a good weekend to do it. You know, you just got to grow it. Yeah. You know, and gas over there was like six bucks. So I totally could get yeah, why gas is were. a little spendy right now. Kind of no. everywhere. I think it's like what? It's like five bucks here. Like right, right. at five dollars. So. 423 out here in Montana. Dang. That's uh, those are the prices I had when I was uh, in California. 425. Yeah, what you're used to, like just normal. I kind of low-key got normal. Yeah. I mean, I I see it, I see it, you know, in the next few years creeping back down to like three dollars, probably. Yeah. But that's gonna take a while. It is. I think I think it is. But but where that's that's for your petroleum podcast. Here we talk about nature and <laughs> fracking and that is bad you know yeah fracking oil no pipelines we need to get off that dependent man <laughs> buy electric yeah or ride your bike exactly or scooter or walk or there's probably there's other ways magnets there's got to be there's got to be other ways and roller blade to work <laughs> so um exactly no so the bigfoot festival was just a little small huh yeah, it was, you know, we broke even basically on what we paid for the booth. It made a little bit more. Matt sold his, uh, he got, he had like this Bigfoot carving thing and he sold it to some guy. 
Yeah. And he was really excited to like see this thing and buy it, you know? Yeah. And, and, and he even got it signed by one of the speakers. Really? Yeah. And he came back out to show us the like, this like signed to- this signed thing and he's like thank you so much like this just made my trip like blah 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 and matt's just like yeah like i'm happy to have the 30 bucks you know what i mean yeah and uh look at matt making somebody's day well and then he sold a sticker too that he had that big i think you got it from as a gift it was like a bigfoot sticker kind of like patchy kind of like oh i don't know maybe i think he said he got it from you Oh, he's he's selling my gifts, huh? I know, yeah, and he got five bucks for it. <laughs> and, oh, uh, damn. Shoot, I, I know who not to give gifts to next time. <laughs> right? No, so he did that, and he's like, he was all excited. And the guy who actually ended up signing that Bigfoot thing came over to me and talked to me for a while about it. <laughs> we just had to laugh because he's like, yeah, like, this is kind of weird for me. Like, I don't know, like, I didn't, I didn't do the art. Like, I just, like... That would be a weird thing to sign. I wrote a book. Like, I could sign my book if he wants that. But, like, what? Yeah, it was interesting. There were some, like, legends in the Bigfoot community, I guess you could say, that, like, knew each other that were out. Like, it was a good lineup. Um, Actually, I have. They gave us some stickers, and and I have the the flyer right here. So, the first sticker... <laughs> that's watch 2024 a candidate you can believe in and believe is in quotations for the people just listening right there you go and then this one this one i got one this is yours I, matt might give you it so if he gives it to you i might have an extra but oh this, this one's for you matt leave said. no trace if sasquatch can do it so can you that's true he's uh right in line with all woodsy the owl you and then this Give a hoot, don't pollute. There you go. Sasquatch lives matter. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, the Bigfoot community is something else. It really is, man. But it was good. I mean, it was the first annual. It was native themed, so that was good. Um, You know, they had Craig, Yanni. They had Sherrick and Dane from the Olympic Project Bigfoot Research. They had Jason Roberts. Uh, they had a meet the crew of Flash of Beauty, Bigfoot Revealed. They had Rich Germanu. They had Tom and Peggy Seaweed. And Tom actually let us borrow his tent, which was really cool to like cover up in the rain, which is nice. Matt Buddy went in and saw him perform. He dresses up in his regalia and gives a nice presentation. Um, there was even something that like he was talking about like his elders or something didn't give him permission to talk. And he, Matt said, he shut up some lady. (laughs) Like just like, was like, no, we're not talking about that today. And like moved on. Oh, damn. Yeah. And I was like, I wasn't there for that. So I don't know, but it was, I mean, it was good. It was like, they had these, these book writers, they had these researchers, they had these, you know, they had the film, they had, you know, us vendors, they had a few other, you know, a lot of them t-shirts. It was good. Um, but nothing, you know, nothing to stay, stay around. You know, we were going to, we were scheduled to come back that Sunday, but we decided to sleep in and not, um, just because it, you know, it was like, you know, do we want to sit out in the rain another day? And 
try and make another hundred bucks or should we, you know, go, go make it, you know, make the most of it. And it was good. Cause like I was personally using the event myself as a, as the booth running the booth as a way to get like things figured out, you know, like, Hey, I can run a credit card machine. I can, I can sell things live. Cause I'm going to have to do that at another event this summer, a bigger event. So I'm like, you know, let's let's do practice run so i was kind of thinking of getting into sport fishing again but i feel like i need a good quality net well you know what reverend i got the key solution for you you know our friends at blue ribbon net make this eco-friendly aquafade bag so you're not hurting the environment it's 100 percent biodegradable plus the wood is locally sourced and it is also biodegradable and it's just such a great company to use. Um, the Blue Ribbon Nets, they're here in Bozeman, Montana, and we even have a discount code. That's right. If you use the code RUGARU10, that's right. That's my Jeep, the RUGARU. RUGARU10, R-U-G-A-R-U-1-0. Uh, you're going to get some discount on a blue ribbon net. You know, you can get the long one if you're fishing the big fish, or you can get just the good river one, you know, if you're like me and just want to catch a lot of fish. So again, make sure you go check out Blue Ribbon and use the promo code RUGARU10. Hey, hey there, Reverend. Um, I heard that you might be running dry on your sticker supplier. Yeah, I've been looking around and I've kind of like run out of cool stickers to buy and put on water bottles and stuff. Well, I, I mean, have you seen the stuff Josh has been coming out with lately? No, I have not. Well, he is doing some really cool stuff with the Shop LS574. Yes, they're working with indigenous communities and making some really cool stickers. Um, he has a really cool buffalo mountain sticker. There's even water bottles, hats, sweatshirts, the whole swag. And we even got a discount code for you guys. Yes, if you use Wandering Ways at Shop LS574, you're going to be getting a discount on your next purchase. But not only that, you're going to be giving a percentage of that sale to the Little Shell Tribe, as well as they donate a dollar of every sale to murdered and missing indigenous women. So just such a cool thing going on there. You know, you use the code wandering ways, W-A-N-D-E-R-I-N-G-W-A-Y-S. And you put that in there, boom, you're getting a discount. Yeah, no, I, it was a good, it was a good uh, trip with Matt though, to this Bigfoot conference. I definitely am curious to know his opinion. <laughs> yeah, I would be interested to know his opinion too. Um, just, did you well, get to go was, to any of the speakers or anything like that? Or did Matt just go to the only ones? Matt did. I wasn't really about it, you know, just because I was kind of, I, I, my focus was elsewhere this trip. Oh. It, was, it was on, I want to sell some items. I want to, I want to kind of, you know, fo I was focused on that. I was focused on my Jeep. You know, a lot of people were complimenting that. They were like, like Matt, they were talking about the podcast. So definitely want to thank any new listeners who. Yeah. May have, may have I was been. just curious if Matt was going to like let you, you know, he would have, have to, he would have to man the tent. 
Yeah, he would have. The problem was, was the credit card machine was hooked up to my phone and the go like say if we wanted to go to uh like i i didn't get to go to like they had the twilight store there oh yeah and then they have because the twilight series was filmed there and then they had books were written about it i actually believe that the movies weren't filmed up there no they filmed some because matt was pointing out like that's the cabin jacob like lived in no so yeah matt gave me the twilight tour he he i didn't know he was a twilight fan well you'll get this our listeners might not but for those matt diehard fan listeners out there here you go here's a little gossip here's a little tea sippity dip uh good old matt buddy let me know that he was into twilight with karina ah little trip down memory lane there we go okay okay i didn't know he would even really be on board with like having someone make him a fan of it, you know? So low key, we talk about that because we're out there. We're out at the beach. We went to the, after the Bigfoot conference, we went out to the the beach at the, I want to say that was either the Quileute or Quinault uh, Indian reservation right there. We went out to the beach, uh, the one right close to Forks. And uh, he was telling, he was telling me that. And we were, we were talking about how, how that and i was like you know have you have you ever watched uh, star wars matt and he goes no i have not and i was like really you watched twilight but you haven't watched star wars just 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 more i mean it explains a lot about matt more to the more to the saga of the buddy yeah huh? <laughs> the saga of the buddy well that's what i was talking to jared today we're on the phone you know good old jared check out that episode we talk fishing and uh he he goes you know there's no good way to describe matt other than saying matt buddy and the only way you can really like get it is from meeting the guy yeah no 100 percent. and then they're like but if you know the guy and you refer to the guy as matt buddy it's like yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah that i mean that's always been like how to describe him. I think, well, 100%. I, I think we've said that before. Oh, 100%. Yeah, you know, Matt Buddy, he's he's Matt Buddy. <laughs> well, because that's I bring that up because it's like after the big quick thing, we went to the beach in there. And then he's like, let's go up to this like Cape, Cape of Point Defiance or whatever. The one, the northernmost point in Washington there, the northwest point right on the coast. And it, And I was like, that's like a two and a half hour drive from where we're at. This is eight o'clock at night, Matt. Like that means we're getting back to camp at like two in the morning. And it's just like, bro, bro, you know, and then, and then the next day, you know, we, we got into some other cool shit, you know, like we, we started to head South. We, we got to see some big trees, which I was like, what big trees in Washington. Yeah, they're there. But speaking of cool shit, because I heard you say it. It's time for cool shit in nature. You heard me say it? I heard you say uh, cool shit. And so that made me go, speaking of cool shit, it's time for cool shit in nature. The Reverend's favorite segment, everybody. It is. And like usual, I've got two today. I like that you said that. This one is a giant saltwater crocodile. Ailing them teeth. Yeah, I heard these things are like one massive. 
too ornery as fuck. I could see it. He, yeah, like, I heard these things are killers. Like, if you're afraid of a crocodile or an alligator, like, it's like the difference between a black bear and a polar, or a black bear, grizzly bear to a polar bear. Yeah, well, I mean, it makes sense. And, like, I could, you know, if you look like that, too, you know, you gotta, you gotta be aggressive. Yeah. You can't, you can't be a, you can't be a I little I do wonder big. how big that guy is. Well, at least six feet. Oh, way more than six. Look at that little fish, though. That's that fish, maybe eight, ten, ten to twelve inches long, and about. I bet know, this guy's seven feet. Nah, nine and a half. <laughs> I mean, maybe I don't know. Anyways, yeah. here's the second one. Second one. Uh, this is a. This is. Uh, I'm gonna prep you for it, every and everybody listening. Um, this is what you don't do in parks. Oh, is this the yeet? I think so. Is oh yeah, is the dog that gets yeeted yeah. by the bison? Boom! Look at it go. Yeah. So this is uh, you know someone's. This is one of the reasons why you'll see a lot of no dogs in parks is because uh, it's a safety to the animals and to your animal, your dog. Dog had it coming. I mean, he went straight at that uh, bison and that bison's tail is up like before that dog even gets there like it's like which is showing it's like aggressive yeah the the tail movement like come on now dog yeah i mean that as much as you don't want to see it and that's uh, why you don't feed your dogs human food yeah (laughs) keep your dog on the leash at minimum makes them dumber yeah yeah because uh that's a bad day for the dog I mean, how do you feel? I, I like that 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 kind of that segue or that that conversation. Is how do you feel about like dogs in parks? I mean, I get why it's a bummer to not have them in the park, and I get why you don't really want them in parks. Right, so it's one of those things where you know I'm okay with it. I'm okay with not having dogs in the park. If more places probably allowed dogs to go, I'd probably have a dog. You think so? I mean, it'd have to be a significant amount of more trails and places I can go with the dog. Yeah, because, like, obviously, like, now, like, yeah, you limit yourself with a dog. Yeah. Um, I totally get that, but, I, you know, I don't uh, – yeah, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with not having animals on the thing. I mean, I think that's better for the nature because, like, canines are seen as canines in the animal world you know they're not seen as uh like prey (laughs) you know they are the predator so i think that's good for like these natural areas that we're trying to conserve but yeah it's like your buddy like yeah exactly like benny would be a lot different of a dog i think if we could have taken him to some of the on some of these trips oh yeah 100 percent. and so i don't know but at the same time, I get it. Um, right. I get why there's no dogs allowed. And it doesn't hamper my, so I get that it sucks for some people that have dogs. But at the same time, there are places you can go that the dogs can. That's true. So That's true. Our national parks ain't one of them, though. No. But, nope. I mean, there's a lot of cool stuff you can go and do. A lot of cool stuff you can go and do. Um, 
So you did the Sasquatch Festival one day. Yeah. And the next so day gotta, you just did a bunch of, uh, you just went and saw the sites, right? Not really, though. You know, and that's kind of what was frustrating is because it was a 14-hour drive to get out there and then a 14-hour drive back. And me and Matt, buddy, like, we wake up about 9 o'clock. And he, we're starting to get, like, breakfast ready and whatnot because we're like, yeah, we'll kind of take our time. But, like, while things are cooking, I'm going to get my bag packed. I'm going to start packing up my tent. I'm going to start packing up my cot, my sleeping bag, you know, things like that, right? Matt Buddy doesn't. We sit there from 10 o'clock, basically, when he was done cooking, done eating, until 11.22, Took him an hour and a half to clean up all his camp stuff, which is already like pre-packaged into these containers, which like doesn't make sense why it took so long, but it did. And maybe because this campsite had like a sink and like amenities where he could like clean his camp stuff. Oh. Because Matt, you know, he's not cleaning it until the next camp time. <laughs> it's not like he took the dirty ones out and cleaned them at home. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. No, but it's like he did that and that kind of bugs me because it's like, we could have been getting stuff done that day. Like we could have been going to like these different sites. All we did was hit the big cedar tree. We hit the big Sitka spruce tree, which is like the world's biggest Sitka spruce and the world's largest red cedar. You know, we went and saw those, which were cool and all, but like their drive, their drive spots. So you just drive to this like parking lot and you get out and you walk maybe not even, a, you know, an eighth of a mile. And you're there, you see it, you walk around it, you touch it, you get in your car and you go to the next one. And that's all that that Sunday was, was slowly making our way down to these spots. And like we did that and then we parted ways basically. Oh, so real short trip. Yeah. Like it was like, it wasn't worth the 28 hours of driving. Yeah. That's a bummer. Cause that's really a pretty area. No, and yeah, and it's, I mean, Matt was, he was kind of struggling for money in a, in a sense in his, in his terms, but like, when is he not in his terms? Yeah. And, and I get it. Like I get cutting a day loose, but you know, it's just like, fuck, like maybe we shouldn't have even gone if it, so like, it, like save the money and just don't spend it on the, on the weekend trip. But again, everything's gone up, you know, not, not just gas, but like groceries and this and that, you know, it's what happens when the world's doing what the world's doing that is true uh, makes summer travel a lot more difficult and i know i i'm being interested to see how travel is this summer overall but that's also why you book your trips and your flights months in advance like sometimes we do like for example this chalet we're doing we booked that thing in january yeah i mean you can only do so much you know that's true you gotta do a whole lot of there's a lot of spur of the moment type stuff too you're not wrong. I mean, so. and there's nothing wrong with this trip, nothing wrong that we saw, nothing wrong that we did. But like, I, you know, to drive 14 hours, to sit out in the rain, do a festival, and then to like just drive around to some sites and then drive home. And I pushed after we saw those sites, we parted ways about Olympia. And I headed, I drove straight through the middle of the night to Billings. I got home at 6 a.m. And I know, rascal me, you know, <laughs> and I was like, I wasn't tired. You know, I got to Missoula about 1 a.m. And I was like, you know, two o'clock, I'm in Sealy. 
it's going to take me an hour or two to just fall asleep. I'm falling asleep about three, right? Well, by that time I can be almost to Bozeman and then it's another like two hours from Billings. And I was like, yeah, whatever. And, you know, you start get the, the sun coming up and get your loud music. And uh, it was raining the whole time. So that keeps you busy. And it just, you just find, find little things to keep you busy, little games in your head, you know, on the road and, Pushed through and then I just slept when I got home and I slept, you know, like I wasn't, it wasn't terrible. Yeah. I mean, you should sleep. If you don't I did. lose kids, you lose. I did. I like, I got like, we slept in, we didn't go to the Bigfoot thing that morning, you know? So it was like, we, I got my eight to 10 hours and had another, you know, so I could stay up a little bit later is basically all I did was stay up a little bit longer, but I just went to bed and got my, got some good rest and, made it home which was good because i'm you know i'm kind of recovering from that now you know like i'm exhausted from it all uh but i'm definitely i'm, I'm happy to be home because there's some stuff you know got 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 to get ready for this wedding got to get ready for some of the you know the fourth of july those kind of events that we have coming because those are you know, those are things that we need to plan for and you need to you need to prepare for when you're when you're going down these these roads and glaciers right around the corner kids Glacier and Yellowstone. Um, well, and I, that's something, I mean, and I, I don't mind talking about it here on the podcast just because this might help some of our listeners, but I kind of want to gauge, you know, how you're, how you're vibing that Yellowstone aspect of the trip. What, like, are you wanting to do an early morning um, trip or wake up and just kind of go for it? big loop little loop what what do you want what 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 kind of trip in yellowstone are you wanting to experience or have oh i don't know man um and i'll tell you why because there's a big factor with the marathon player of the cards that happens like literally the day before and that's uh running a marathon Oh my God. So Matt buddy, who's possibly picking you up from this marathon, you want to know what, what he said too with you? Like, he's like, Oh, Mark can wait a couple hours on him. Mark can go on like a, he can hike like the M in Missoula or something. I was like, he's running a marathon, Matt. I don't think he's going to want to go on a hike after 26 miles. Does he know how long a marathon is? I don't think he knows what a marathon is. <laughs> I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, no, Mark's going to just want to sit. Yeah. He's going to want to relax. He can hike the M. Yeah. I was like, what? Why would he want to do no. that? No. <laughs> Kill some time going a hike or something i'm gonna want like a hamburger and a beer well he did say you could drink too yeah yeah i probably will drink and then we'll yeah because that just makes it easier but yeah yellowstone that's what i don't know what because it's gonna i'm gonna be i'm going to be sore i know that for a fact but right you know if i'm judging it off of like say like this last weekend i biked 30 miles and then ran a half marathon and that sucked but the next day i wasn't like crazy sore Mm. so no yeah i get that no i totally get that i just you know and actually talking to jared uh they 
I don't think he saw when he went because he went with his parents this last weekend over Memorial Day weekend, right? So they didn't do Beartooth Pass, he said. Uh, they didn't do that Mount Washburn because of the snow. There's a new uh, road. The one they paved, the new one they made. Yeah, they just opened that. Yeah, but we, me and you've been on the old one back in the day before it was new. Just so you know. Oh, that's a fun fact, everybody. Yep. And then, uh, no, we'll, uh, he, uh, he didn't do that because of the snow. They didn't, they didn't see Old Faithful go off. They had lunch there, but they didn't go watch Old Faithful go off. Wow. <laughs> right? <laughs> what kind of hurry are you in? Yeah. <laughs> and then. Uh, it's not like a long, long wait. No, it's a, I think it's an hour 45 between like they say about every eruption or hour 90 yeah something like that you know or yeah hour and a half something yeah something, something like, weird yeah something weird like that but it's plus not or minus normally 50. long no it's like yeah it sucks if you miss it because you got to sit there almost like two hours yeah like but, the first two times we've i've gone we've yeah, which just is missed fun. it <laughs> remember the time we went into the visitor center like we, <laughs> yeah, were like, we came out there it was going off <laughs> no but i was like well we can do that i said we could probably do grand prismatic and with jared i was saying we could do uh we could probably do that back hike to grand prismatic yeah unless we go super early because we will be in gardner we could hit Grand Prismatic early, early, early in the morning because uh, Grand Prismatic, I don't think we'll have a lot of people early in the morning. I don't either. I don't think you would have a lot of people. On the boardwalks, which would look kind of baller. That would. So we'll have to gauge how Mark feels after his marathon, folks. To, to I, I Honestly, I'll probably be okay with either or. Um, if... If we go on the, I'm going to be extremely sore end of it, uh, every hike will be a pretty slow hike. Yeah, well, I mean, and I'm not, I'm not thinking we're going to be doing a lot of those given. I don't either, so. Given the crew we'll probably have, because I'm sure we'll have, well, for sure four of us, but it's like we might have two cars. Yeah. At that point, you know, so what's kind of, what's kind of the game plan on that? um we'll see i'm excited yeah. i'm excited definitely stay tuned stay the best way you know i, I talk about our social media right and, I, and then kind of the way i've been doing my social media is i post you know everything we've done but like if you want to catch up and stay live with me you got to watch the stories you want to see the fun cool shots yeah check out the reels check out the photos but if you want to stay live with kind of what we're doing on the ground uh, those stories for sure. <laughs> kind of what we're yeah, doing. Yeah, think... I mean, yeah, that's how it usually. I mean, that's how it is for me. Oh, I know. The stories are telling what I'm doing. Yeah, Mr. Biker over there. That's basically. Yeah. That's. Basically... I mean, that's what a lot of it is: is just running, biking, and some swimming. I don't do. I don't show a lot of swimming because I think it'd be weird to take my phone to the pool. <laughs> I feel you. Nothing wrong but, with that. But we. Anyways, uh... it is that time. Oh, you are. Yeah, oh well, yeah, it's that time. It's that time Isn't to it? be that guy. Yeah, we're kind of we're at the bubble, so I think this is a good time to be that guy. He's gonna call. He's gonna call the shots tonight. Uh. Yeah, like every night. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's that time for our final 
words. So final words, my guy. You know, my final words are go out, go do these adventures, even though you're going to drive 28 hours to go really camp in the rain, get a puddle in your tent and get a puddle in your sleeping bag and be cold at night and deal with Matt Buddy and his bullshit. I, at least I was an Olympic. I got to see the Solduck River. I got to see go. the rainforest. I got to touch some evergreen trees. Um, I got to see some big trees. Got to see the largest ocean, the deepest ocean, the Pacific Ocean in the world. It's a great ocean. One of the best. <laughs> the top, top seven. Top, yeah, for sure. And great. Definitely great experience. Great time. Could have been better, but every trip can always be better. But that's why you got to keep exploring. You got to keep getting back out there because you got to keep having fun. You got to keep just chasing that, whatever you're chasing, chasing Bigfoot, I guess. Um, You know, it was fun to experience a Bigfoot conference. Definitely something, one of those things you got to check off the list. You know, I don't know how many more of those the Rougarou will attend, but People like the Rougarou, Adam, so might as well bring it back once or twice, you know. Maybe we'll check out, like, the Ohio Bigfoot Conference or some of those other ones while we're checking out other parks. There you um, go. But, Reverend, I'm going to hand it over to you so you can uh, give, give, give some of the folk the good word. I love it. I love it. Uh, uh, final words of wisdom, everybody. Uh, stay beautiful out there. I cannot tell you how much I appreciate every single one of you out there doing your thing, going out in nature, experiencing life and all of that. Um, as for the main thing, you know, like, fuck SeaWorld, fuck Marineland. We need to shut those places down. Uh, you know, these orc whales, these whales are not meant to be in fish tanks. Or basically, if you're like Leota in uh, Miami, a uh, super tiny tank. And the thing in, she's lived in that for like her life. And it's like at most 50 feet deep. That's not what orca is meant to be in. But anyways, you know, stay beautiful out there. Thank you all for listening. And with that being said, peace out, everybody. Bye.